Welcome to the Art Impact Podcast, a place to talk about walking your path and leading your artistic career through mastery, entrepreneurship, and social impact. I'm Raquel Balestella, a business coach and a theater maker, and I'm here to help you build a sustainable, impactful, and freaking awesome career as an artist. Following your creative call is one of the most exhilarating and deep down fulfilling journeys there is. And it's one where we feel the most vulnerable too. It can be everything but easy at times, but I know you wouldn't settle for anything less. This podcast is made by and for entrepreneurial artists who are finding new ways of creating more art and impact in the world. If learning how to lead your career as an entrepreneur while building a heart-to-heart community, having a pretty beautiful bank account and loads of fun along the way, it's your thing too, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey, 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 welcome to one more episode of Art Impact. I'm your host, Raquel Balestella, and I'm so excited to have you here. So today we're going to talk about crafting your daily creative practice and how this is so important to our path as artists and to developing mastery. So Maya Angelou used to get up at about 5.30 every weekday, be ready for coffee by 6 and start writing by 7 a.m. She would keep a hotel room to do her work, a tiny, simple room free of distractions where she would work for 6 or 8 hours every day. Henri Matisse never stopped working even when he was forced to create his cutouts from his wheelchair. His daily routine consisted of three hours of morning work, breaking for lunch followed by a nap, and then working from 2pm until evening. He even worked on Sundays. Pablo Picasso would often go to bed late and wake up late, He would arrive at his studio in the early afternoon and work until dusk, often standing for several hours in front of his canvas. He once stated, While I work, I leave my body outside the door, the way muslins take off their shoes before entering a mosque. So, there is nothing more inviting to inspiration and exponential creativity than an artist at work. And what's the best way to grow as an artist today? The very first step is creating a daily, consistent practice of your art and business so you can keep honing your your skills growing your impact and making progress, come sun or rain. But creating time for that can feel quite daunting. 
with so many possibilities, concurring jobs and responsibilities, distractions, beeps here and there, and this quite busy life we all live in, how can we ever find time to practice our craft and nurture our creativity every single day? So if you feel yourself stuck in this hamster wheel, don't fret. Here there are a few vital tips for you to overcome overwhelm and lack of time and start your daily artistic practice with ease. So tip number one is integrate three different types of creative work in your practice. As creators, we are mainly invested in three different types of creative work, research, exploration and creation. As you know, there is a fine line between them and most of the time they were they are working together in the creative process. However, in your practice as an artist, I I personally find it very helpful to distinguish and allocate separate times for them so you can make sure you are covering all of them and optimizing your flow and the impact of what you are creating. So research is the time where we open ourselves to the world around us and allow the space for the unknown, wonder and for getting curious and surprised about things. Beth Comstock in her book Imagine It Forward, Courage, Creativity and the Power of Change recommends taking one day or one afternoon per month at least for a creative field trip or to learn or see something completely new. I personally try to have at least a few hours every week for that. There is no one recipe that fits all here, so see what works best for you. Exploration time is also, we can also call it creativity without a predetermined intention. And I find this such an essential and restorative practice. It can be as little as 15 minutes a day of free writing, free drawing, free dancing or whatever expression you feel most drawn to. I believe it's a form of meditation too and as we allow ourselves to create without a predetermined goal, we create space to experience and get familiar with our own inner motivation, our own inner landscape and we can have disconnection at hand while we create whatever we need to create next. Creation time is then when curious and moved by the world around us and clear of who we are, we now decided how we are going to engage with it, what we are going to do, how we are going to best serve the people around us and ourselves. It has a very concrete, very clear objective. For example, to create a show or to write a novel or to paint a canvas or to write a song. 
Chase Jarvis in his book Creative Calling suggests a minimum of three hours per day on this. Of course, everyone's life is different, so try to find what is what is the time that is doable for you at this stage in your life. To keep your flow and impact as a creator, you need these three practices. At least that's what I find in my experience and with my clients. So have fun playing around with them. Tip number two is know your schedule and the time you have available for real. So now that we know all the different types of creative work we can incorporate in our practice to make it more rich and impactful, it's time for putting them all on our agenda. Overwhelm doesn't take us anywhere, so please don't get discouraged here. Even if all you can commit is as little as 15 minutes a day, and then maybe a few hours on the weekend, through time and the consistency of it, you will see that this practice can bring you some amazing results. Tip number three is first thing in the morning, rise and shine. So I am a morning person and I'm always amazed by the power of early mornings. These few hours where the whole world and the whole house, if you have kids, dogs and parrots, as I have, are quiet and your brain and soul are brimming with fresh energy. They are by far my most productive hours. And for me, that means waking up at 5.30 a.m., listening to inspiring things while I dress up, then meditating for 10 minutes and being at my desk at 6 a.m. with a big mug of oolong tea and then writing until 7.30 when my boys wake up or when I need to interrupt their cartoon or playtime because it's time to get ready for school. So you might be a night owl and that's completely fine too. The point here is find when your golden hours are in your day and try to do most of your creative work on them. And now tip number four, prep talk. Put yourself in the zone. Write your own prep talk. If you are an artist, if you feel that creating is your call independently of whatever people or the circumstances around you say, then please don't just create when you feel like creating. Don't waste your gift. You have this creative angst for a reason and there, there are so many people that are waiting to meet you and that will benefit, get inspired and changed by your work. So we don't talk much about creative boredom. We prefer to think of the artistic process as being constantly transported by inspiration till your work is exposed at Tate or wins an Emmy. 
Well, uh, in my experience, that's not really it. So if you ever feel bored with your own work, that's not a problem and you are not doing anything wrong. But it's definitely part of your job to deal with it. Boredom will come. That's part of it. And it might be a sign that it's time for a change, but also maybe a sign that it's just a time for you to go deeper on it. So how do you put yourself in your best creative state? Creating your own prep talk or ritual can work really well. It can be something you do every time or just a resource for when things get stuck. I, for example, I always start my day with meditation and I have as, as my emergency prep talk a file with my why, my favorite testimonials and reviews, some quotes that I love and some music that brings me back to my feet and my energy. What does your emergency prep talk look like? Tip number five, overcoming boring and learning to serve in a big way. So some days we feel like creating, so we sit and create. Other days we don't feel like creating a thing, so we sit and create. In this way, we create each day, every day. It doesn't matter for how long we have been working as artists, there will always be those days where we feel like we don't have time for it or we don't want to sit with ourselves or our mind feels a bit overwhelmed in some way. But if we buy into that, we are never going to develop uh, or understand mastery. I believe the main objective of art is to help us understand ourselves and others deeply in every circumstance and in every moment. So don't be, don't be put off when your mind behaves in a way that you are not expecting or when things are not going as you would expect. But instead, use this as a practice, as a way to learn and discover new things. And if we develop this daily practice, we start to approach our creativity and our art in a very honest and open way. And this not only benefits ourselves, but it, it also benefits others. So whether we feel like creating or not, we practice regardless. We are most ready when we forget our sense of self. When we are fully in the moment, fully concentrated on the task we have at hand and not on the result, the impression, on what others will say, if it will be good, if it will be bad. We are here to serve with all that we are and with all that we have. And as we disappear, who 
we truly are comes up. And that is real magic. So now I wonder, what was your favorite insight in this episode? And most importantly, how can you put this new discovery into action right now? Do you want to go deeper? Go to our website now and subscribe to our newsletter, Whole Art Diaries, and receive exclusive insights and inspiration on building your career as a performing artist and an entrepreneur every week. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find our show notes or any links that we mentioned today on our website www.raquelbalistella.com podcast. If you got some interesting insights or found more clarity and inspiration in this episode, could you please do me a quick favor and leave us a five stars review? This podcast is still pretty new and your review will help other artists just like you to find it and discover new ways of expanding their art and impact too. Thank you so much for following your creative path and for all the beautiful, meaningful, extraordinary things you create in the world, whatever form they take. Have a great rest of your week and I will catch up with you next.